Let us pray. Dear God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing in your sight. O God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. March 17, 2020. I woke up to a text from my cousin saying, please consider coming home. I didn't respond for a while. I understood exactly why she sent this text. She lived in London for a few years. Her and I speak at length about home and that when it comes to the crux of it, if anything critical happens, one would simply pack their bags and go home. 10 days later, I wake up to a call at 3 a.m. My brother has tested positive for COVID-19. I didn't sleep that day. I kept on having flashbacks about my parents who he stayed with. My mom was sick that week with a tight chest. I wondered if I should have listened to my cousin. Fortunately, they tested negative. But say, I had packed my bags and simply gone home. I wouldn't be able to come back because of my visa type. See, home is complicated and even more so at this time. And yet here we are, we've been asked to shelter in place to stay at home. So we're all in a version of home, of a dwelling place, seeing each other's houses and homes on Zoom, students moving back home, unhoused people placed in new shelters, turning spaces into quarantine hubs, young families moving back home with their parents, people flying from one country to another, everyone at home. And more than even being asked to stay at home, it is somewhat in our nature to seek home when times feel trying. Whatever that place of belonging, of safety, of familiarity looks like for you. And still yet there are those who experience anxiety, relive unfavorable experiences at the mention of home. So over the past few weeks, I have found myself reading Psalm 90 over and over again. Lord, throughout the generations, you have been our home. Lord, throughout the generations, you have been our home. Resonating, wondering how this home is manifesting right now. In today's text, Jesus says to the disciples that he will reveal himself to each one of them through the Holy Spirit by coming to them and making a home and abiding. He says this as almost the ultimate way he will reside 
in them, with them. This home, this term abiding means of a feeling or memory to continue without fading or being lost, to stay, to live on, implying that when Jesus comes to make a home, it is a home captured in feeling, in memory, in experiences, in a way of being. Additionally, it implies that we all have access to home, to experiencing a resting place, a joyful place, right here in our hearts. Home is where God's presence manifests, a steady, constant, consistent, reliable presence. In this text, the word used to describe the Holy Spirit is parakletos, which means someone called in to help, a comforter, counsellor, advocate, a witness who testifies on our behalf. And so when Jesus comes to make a home, he meets us wherever we are, helping us to solve and resolve whatever it is we are facing in a moment, intimately attuned to each one's needs as driven by our unique personalities, locations, life experiences, all the intricacies of our being. Home is created and recreated through relating with memories and experiences. There's a song called Home, and it says, When I think of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. Then it goes on to say, Suddenly the snowflakes that fall have a meaning. At home, our eyes are awakened anew. We share in God's love. We are all agents sharing and revealing God's love. The moments I have felt home over the past few weeks have been in the familiarity of the sun and shared connections with beloved ones, on a Zoom call with family members singing happy 84th birthday to my gran, calls with friends sharing in laughter and stories, joining in with thousands of strangers over live events last week, listening in on a conversation with Nikki Giovanni and Angela Davis, listening to Jill Scott versus Erica Badu. I mean, talk about home. I felt home here as people share stories and exchange ideas on Zoom calls, Pew91 taking register in the chat on Sunday mornings, phone calls to check on each other, making masks for others, mentoring and tutoring students, extending early grants to grantees. Grace Speaks continuing its mindful work on racial justice. Our doctors, nurses have become home for many of our loved ones. A comforting home at that last breath. But most of the ways I have felt home have been through the little 
acts of unexpected kindness. June dropping off a puzzle outside my door. Catherine dropping off a tripod that Sean offered to give me. Nancy and Helen mailing masks to me. Receiving baked goodies from Ralph. A Zimbabwean author, No Violet Bulawayo, says, Even here in this strange new place, the sky was still the same familiar blue, a sign that things would work out. Even here in this strange new place, these familial acts of kindness, of love, are a sign of home. A sign that things will work out. March 17, 2020, I woke up to a text from my cousin saying, please consider coming home. I now know that in a certain sense, in a Christian sense, I am home. Here among you right now. Home at Old South Church, home with City Mission among its staff and my pastoral resident colleagues, home in Boston, because as the psalmist writes, Lord, throughout the generations, you have been our home. I still miss my family the people of South Africa, the smell of my country. But for now, I am home. <laughs>